Hi everyone, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we are the Terra Girls. Welcome to episode two of our brand new podcast series. So thanks for joining us. We are um, hitting the microphones so we can uh, join you in a podcast form now. Our first episode was Tiffany. <laughs> we're, hitting, we're hitting the microphones. <laughs> Our first episode was <laughs> Tiffany interviewing me, Brittany, the owner of Terra Running Company. We hope to bring you lots of cool interviews with people um, from the Cleveland running community on this podcast. And today, I get to interview Tiff. Woo! The tables have turned. Yes, they have. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Welcome to the Terra Girls podcast. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Um, well, first, let's start with the warm-up. Um, just like we did last week, I'm going to ask you some quick questions just to get to know you and get us a little warmed up. Okay, sounds good. Favorite food? Pizza. Good quality pizza. New York style or Chicago? Mm, more, more New York style. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be super, super thin, but definitely that end of things. Best TV show ever made? Oh, man. I think I have to agree with you. I think it's Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I also really do like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then um, used to be a huge Lost fan back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like Parks and Rec is just like a comfort. Put it on in the background anytime. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Favorite candy? Ooh, I think it's going to be pretzel M&M's. I really like pretzel M&M's. They're salty and sweet. Um, and you can eat so many of them accidentally. <laughs> That's definitely true. Mountain or beach? This one's really tough because I grew up on the East Coast by the Chesapeake Bay, and I love the beach. Lots of beach day trips, lots of great family memories at the beach. But, man, living here has really made me love the mountains. Not that I ever didn't like the mountains. <sighs> mountains as long as there's water. I need, okay. I need water. Yep. But it's real close. If, if if I could take my pick, it's beach with mountains. Okay. That wasn't an option, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> um, bike, swim, or run? I feel like day-to-day it has to be run just because it's so accessible. But I love swimming. I also really like biking. Um, but <laughs> Not an option. <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> trying to get to know me. This is my personality, okay? <laughs> um, I do really like mountain biking has become a big thing that I enjoy. But I love the accessibility of running. You can just go out your door. Um, same with swimming. I love swimming, but you have to go somewhere. So run's going to win that one. Awesome. Good for this podcast. Yes, right. Uh, last one. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Probably the ability to pause time. Ooh, tell me more. Okay, if you know me, slash if you only slightly know me, you know that I have, like, this issue where I will be five minutes late to everything. I don't, it's like my brain doesn't, it doesn't get it. So if I could pause time, I would actually be on time for things. But beyond that, in a way more exciting way, I feel like you just do so much, mm-hmm. you know? So, so you can pause time, but you still get to do yes, stuff? Yes, I get to still, I'm still operating in time. Okay. But, and and I, can, I can bring people in it with me. So oh, just me I like this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Pause time. Okay, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for the warm-up. You feeling warm? I'm feeling, I'm feeling warm. Okay. Um, well, we are going to jump into the conversation. Tiffany is one half of the Terra Girls, and she is currently the manager of marketing and engagement at Terra Running Company and Cleveland Coffee and Market. Um, and she just 
really helps me remember things, like to do things or to bring things with me. And so she's like my right-hand woman. So we're going to talk more about her role at Terra Running Company, how she got into running, and um, yeah, let's get into it. So I did just say your role at Terra Running Company, but can you tell us more about what you do and really like what does your day-to-day look like? Yes. So it's funny because when you hired me, we didn't know... I, we didn't know what it was called. I was like, can I come up with my own name? Like, can I make it fancy? <laughs> and uh, we just kind of ended up with marketing and engagement, just like fill in the blank. And then it, we're like, over time, okay, the marketing engagement manager, that feels pretty like on, like, that's what I'm doing, sort of. Um, okay, so day to day, it varies depending on uh, the day. So I will work in Terra. If you've come by Terra recently, you've probably seen me. I am there a lot. I will have hours in the store, so I get to meet customers. Um, I've gotten a, a great amount of knowledge on shoes at this point. So if you've got some, you need some uh, good shoes, come by, and I'd love to chat with you. But also, it will look like me either working at home um, or at the coffee shop because I get to work at the coffee shop um, on my computer, and I'm probably um, writing a blog. I'm probably working on one of our emails for Tara or for Cleveland Coffee and Market. Um, I might be um, out around Cleveland with you, um, or maybe you're not with me, meeting people. Um, So right now we're in the season of races, and so we've been getting sponsors. So I've been making some connections there and and getting some sponsors for us to um, help put on our races. Um, Gosh, what else do I do? Editing oh, Terra Girls yes. and the Terra editing. Girls podcast. You're our tech guru. You do all the websites. That's true. I uh-huh. update our websites, mm-hmm. go through and try to find some uh, things that look outdated. I'll randomly design things. Mm-hmm. Um, the Terra Girls logo slash the podcast logo slash the show logo. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of our t-shirts you've designed. Um yeah, yeah. I, you do it all. I go, yeah, well, I'll try to make sure we have an event planned for... Um, each place. So, yeah, a lot of communication with different people, too, as far as events go. So, yeah, it really does depend on the day, and mm-hmm. it, it almost depends on the time of where we are in the week as well. Back half of the week, I'm probably editing Terror Girls. At this point, also, we'll be editing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, front half of the week, more writing, more making sure things are all lined up. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the job? Um, well, I really like working at Terra. I like working with you. Um, no, I do. It's super fun. I also like that it's flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't have to, I don't usually have to be somewhere early in the morning, which is nice. So I can um, go on a run in the morning. Even, you know, I really admire the people that can get up at like 5 a.m. and go on these long runs. Um, it's not, it's not usually my go-to. So it's nice that I can go on a run at like 9 a.m., um, 8.30, that kind of thing. Um, anyways, I like that there's there's variation in my day. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of different things. I love that. And I love that it's flexible, and I love our team. It's just a good environment to work in. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about working in a small business is you never know what the day is going to hold. Yep. You kind of have to be flexible, but you could do something really cool and exciting today, and then tomorrow you're doing something totally, absolutely different. Yeah. The What was it? A couple weeks ago, you were out of town, mm-hmm. and I literally had started my run. Again, it was like probably like 8 a.m. in the morning, and you gave me a call, and you're like, the coffee uh, grinder's not working. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I'm on it. It didn't, it didn't work. But I, I ended up at Cleveland Coffee um, and was taking apart our grinder and putting it back together multiple times. I was there for quite a few hours. Yeah. Turns out there 
there was like a fuse blown or yep. something was wrong with the electrical. Tiff so. jumped in when we needed her. Absolutely. But, she yeah. thought she was going to go for a run and soon she had her arms elbow deep in a coffee grinder. Yep. But yeah, I always say that like you do this too. I need to dress like I could just go for a run at any moment. But honestly, I need to be able to like fit shoes, fix the coffee grinder, yep. run across the street, you know. Yep. You never know what the day's going to hold. And you need to be presentable enough, too, because to, right. you might be speaking somewhere. Yep. Or <laughs> Film a podcast, yep. for goodness sake. Um, what's the biggest challenge for you in, in the job? Uh, or a challenge? Yeah, I think because there's so much, I think so many different things. I think just being organized, but more than that, I think just prioritizing. Yeah. Um, you know, making sure that things are actually getting posted and making sure that, um, oh, this random thing that's not on my other, like, work schedule but is an event that we're going to, I, that I'm remembering about, and I, I'm writing this and finishing editing, just prioritizing. Yeah. There's just a lot of different pieces, mm-hmm. so it's just, like, making sure they're stacked in the right order. Yep. Yep. That is a challenge. So how'd you find your way to Tara? What were you doing yes, before? That we is... plucked you out and <laughs> made you join our team. <laughs> that's a great question. So I worked at Lee University here in Cleveland for a long time. That's where I went for my undergrad degree and my graduate degree. Um, but I worked in residential life over there, and I loved that as well for a lot of similar reasons. Flexibility, uh, working with people, uh, working with students, um, and a lot of different I guess, pieces to that job. Uh, But I'd been there for a really long time. So um, I was just getting the COVID, you know, changes everything. I think a lot of people decided it was time to move on from their jobs during that period. And I was in that grouping of people. Um, And so I was looking for, um, yeah, different job and had decided to move on. And um, our mutual friend, Allie, um, gave me a call and said, hey, I have the perfect job for you. <laughs> My friend Brittany over at Tara needs someone to do. And then she basically listed out what we just talked about, all these different things, mm-hmm. and said that I should contact you because mm-hmm. you were looking to hire someone. So I said, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the fun, you were absolutely right. When we first kind of started talking through this job, we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> we didn't know what we were looking for, what the job would look like. So kind of needed someone that could just, like, yeah, I've never edited a podcast, but I can figure it out, you yep. know? <laughs> yep. I remember, yeah, coming into the coffee shop, and you were sitting there on the couch, and you had your notebook that you have right now in front of you, <laughs> and you were very, very, like, down to business. <laughs> you are like, okay, give me, like, the bullet point list of everything you are looking for, and, like... It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I can do that. It's funny because it's not really your personality. Right. No, I need to, like, put... I, I feel like I need to, like, put on a face when I interview people. I want them to take me seriously. You're sure, so, yeah. You're so that, task order. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I was doing. Probably. If they really knew, they would be like, oh, heck no. Uh, <laughs> but you're still here, so maybe not. Um, so what experiences... What are some things that you experienced in your previous jobs or just in your whole life that you think have helped you um, with the stuff that you're doing now for Tara? Yeah, well, my undergrad degree was in digital media. So that has been incredibly helpful for all of the random editing and things that we have undertaken. Um, So I would, I'm sure I could have figured out how to edit a video. If we, because I'm also a very like, we can do that kind of person. Yep. Um, So I'm sure I could have figured it out. But it's, but I also already knew how to do it. So that was very helpful. Um, I think that even design, like with design and that kind of thing, have some training in that. Um, But more than that, um, I think I have a lot of experience with working with people. um, And that's been super helpful in the store. I've really enjoyed getting to know customers that come in and just our regulars in the coffee shop um, and just 
people around Cleveland. Um, Lee is very much a part of Cleveland, but it's also its own little bubble over there. Um, so know and love a lot of people over there, but it's been nice to kind of get to know people in broader Cleveland. Um, but I think my experience working with a lot of different kinds of people have helped me even just in the store, but also making connections around town. Um, yeah, wow. Just, I mean, I can even think of kind of pivoting back to just all the different things I did um, at Lee. So I was a resident director. So it means I, I lived in a residence hall. I was the professional staff member in a residence hall. So I had about 225, 20, 30 um, freshman and sophomore uh, female students when I was over there, which was also super, super fun, but crazy. Um, <laughs> also need to be ready to do anything at any moment. Um, crisis, whether it's a mental health crisis or the toilet is overflowing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just need to be ready to jump in at any moment, but also doing so many different things. So I also designed a lot of t-shirts over there. Mm-hmm. Um, knew, you know, figured out how to write a good email over there. I don't know. I'm rambling at this point. But. There's been a lot of times where I have said, I think we need to hire, we're going to hire someone to do this, this, and this. And you're like, I can do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of hobbies as a person. So I, and I enjoy, I enjoy that. I enjoy yeah. doing a lot of different things. And so, yeah, I guess, I don't know. We got off track maybe a little bit, but. You have a lot of good life experience yes. and work experience that I think has really helped us. Um, so let's let's get back to running. Tell mm-hmm. me about um, your how has your running journey been? Um, do you like to run? What races have you done? Um, tell me about it. Yeah, so I did not grow up doing cross country or doing track or anything like that. I was not like a runner per se um, growing up, but I've always been a lover of sports and athletics and that kind of thing. So that's always been something that I've enjoyed, but I played softball for a really long time. Um, So if you ever, you know, need someone to join your softball league, I'm I'm here. Um, Yeah, so I played softball um, along with other sports kind of um, in gym class kind of thing, but never was an actual runner. So my first race that I ran was 65 Roses race at Lee. I was thinking about this. I was like, is that really the first race I ever ran? And it really was. I think I was a sophomore over there. Um, and that was my first race. I I did run a little bit before then because I can remember 2008 was the Olympics. I think it was the Beijing Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I, I was 18 years old. And I remember seeing all these athletes. And I'm like, I can't. What? this is they're younger than me like at 18 there are people that are like younger than me doing all this stuff and I was like I need to get I need to get in better shape not in a weird way just like genuinely like sports and athletics and so I can remember being like I need to start running like that's an easy running's just so accessible yeah like you can put on your shoes and go out the front door you don't have to have a gym membership um and I always liked walking so I'm also originally from Really, it's I'm like half from Maryland, half from Pennsylvania. So my parents li- still live up in PA, mm-hmm. um, four miles north of the Mason-Dixon line. So my dad works in Maryland. Like We're like 30 minutes north of Baltimore. We moved up there when I was 13 when my grandfather passed away, really 40 minutes from where we were. This is relevant because it's very pretty. And I would go on long walks, um, just kind of like the rolling hills. And I decided to pick up the pace. And you start running. And... I couldn't even really run a mile at that point um, without feeling like I was dying. But I was, like, still, like, this is great. (laughs) 
<laughs> so when I flash forward to my first 5K, I thought running three miles was amazing. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it was coming I from ran where you were. Three miles, I can eat whatever I want today. <laughs> like this is a, now I like. I mean, it, it is. It's it's a progressive thing. So for if you're starting out, that is a really impressive thing, I guess. But. Again, rambling at this point, I did not grow up as a runner. Always loved sports, though. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I got into college, I started to get into running. Mm -hmm. Um, So my first race was that 5K. I can remember my, I think it was my junior year. So a year later, my friend Jamie was doing the Rock and Roll Half Marathon in Nashville. And so something cool, I don't know if they still do it over at Lee, but through the... um, intramural like the rec um they would pay for students so if you wanted to run the race whether it was a marathon or the half all you needed to do is go up to the rec center and sign up and i think it was like a 20 dollar deposit and they would book a hotel for you and they would pay your race fee and i am very adventurous and always love doing new things and so um she was like i'm running this you should run it with me and i was like okay <laughs> so i got up to about seven miles worth of training and i was like well i'm out of time so we're just gonna do it and uh, it went well. I ran for about seven miles and then ran walked the rest of it. Um, That's and great. I loved it. It was so much fun. Nashville is such a good first-time event. Yeah. So fun. There's people the whole yep. way. Thousands of people. People exactly the whole way along the course cheering for you. It is just such a good environment. And I, I feel like that was probably what really hooked me into, like, enjoying races. Um but at that point, I really just liked running. It mm-hmm. just was a good me time, I guess, activity. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what is the longest race you've ever done mm-hmm. or the most unique race you've ever done? Yeah, so I, I have done the, the rock and roll race a lot of times, um, <laughs> more than any other race. Because, I mean, if, if Lee wanted to pay for it, I right. was going to do it. But um, the longest race I've ever done was in December of 2020. It was a uh, 50K trail race. It's the Cloudland Canyon 50K. Um, and that was awesome. Um, honestly, you know, the longer the race is, the more about training it becomes. You know, the race is one day, and that's great. But really, almost your memories associated with it, at least for me, end up being like the training leading up to it. And that was how that race was for me in the sense that I got so many long weekend runs just in beautiful trails in the area. Um, Unfortunately, close to the race, a couple weeks out, I ended up with a little bit of a knee injury. I, like, tweaked my knee because it's trails, right? And so I kind of just landed on a rock a little bit wrong. It wasn't so bad that I couldn't run anymore, but... I I did go see, like, the physical therapist, and it was this one muscle, and they told me I could still do the race, put a brace on it, which I was not expecting them to say. (laughs) I was really worried they were going to be like, sorry, Mm -hmm. 31 miles, like, no way. Um, Well, I got about halfway through, so I think it was around 14-ish miles and my, then my knee started to kill me on that race. It was it hurt so bad, and it's the the muscle. I think it's called the VOM muscle. I don't know a lot about things. All I know it's the one that when when you, you know go, a lot about things, you just, <laughs> just not just not you know the that. anatomy of the knee. Yeah, <laughs> it's the muscle that gets engaged when you go down. So okay. whether you're going down hills or downstairs. So we're in Cloudland Canyon. So if you've ever been, it's a state park in North Georgia, just um, south of Chattanooga. Very 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 pretty, and. Um, 
you know, lots of ups, up and down. Um, and everyone's so excited for the downhill. And I started, I mean, I was like in tears, like crying. That was going to be my next question. Did you cry? Oh, so much. <laughs> the only thing that got me through that race was my friend Beth Ann, who was doing who was doing it with me. She actually was doing it first, and then I like tagged on. I was like, "That sounds great." Again, you see a trend, <laughs> um, and she like did not leave me. She stuck with me, and she's the only thing that got me through the race. I literally at like yeah mile fourteen. It was just so painful, and I absolutely cried. And the race ended up being longer than 31 miles. Wow. Um, the I guess, you know, I feel like trail race directors are kind of like, uh, yeah, they're like 50K-ish. Exactly. Well, and GPS is hard to keep the whole time. You know, sometimes GPS yeah. isn't exactly right on the trail. So, and, yeah, that's tough. And that's we a long were, day. We were, you know, you're like counting every mile at that point. And then the aid station didn't come where we expected it to be. And then when we finally got to it, they told us it was, like, another, like, six or seven miles or something. Oh, my gosh. And we were like, what? Are you kidding <laughs> me? Um, we did it. Oh, yeah, I did it because it was 31 miles on my 31st birthday. Wow. Um, but it amazing. ended up being, like, 33-ish miles. 31-plus um, miles on yeah, your 31st exactly. birthday. But I remember coming home. I uh, stopped, my friend Hannah was there with me, and um, we stopped on the way home so I could use the bathroom at, like, some gas station, and I looked like I was beat up. Uh, like, not, like, walking. I didn't yeah. visibly look weird. It was just, like, I was trying to hobble into this gas station, and I was trying so hard to walk normal, and I was, like, like a cripple. <laughs> and I was They're like, trying what is to, wrong with that girl? <laughs> I tried to hold the door open for this man and his, like, young son, and he literally goes, no, 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 I'll get this. You're injured. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what an accomplishment, oh, yeah. though. That's that awesome. Was, I think that's the last race I've, I've done because yeah. COVID happened. And yeah. So tell us about COVID. You had a fitness journey with long COVID. Yeah. Um, tell us what happened. Yeah. So very shortly after that race, because um, that was just beginning in December and that was in 2020. I, um, you know, went home for my with my family over Christmas, and right as the new year was hitting, I ended up with COVID. Classic. Mm-hmm. So annoyed. It wasn't actually that bad of an experience having it for me, but it was after that I had problems. So, so you know, I still, we were working remotely at that point anyways, and so I can remember um, still working every single day having COVID, Um, but when it was over, I noticed that there was something up with my heart rate. It was, my heart rate is usually pretty low because I really have been running for a long, long long time at this point, Um, and I would just, I would like bend over to wash my face and my heart rate would like spike. I would walk up the stairs in my apartment and my heart rate would just like spike, and it was, like, pretty scary, honestly. Um, yeah, I can remember going to go return something at the um, mall, Hamilton Place Mall, and walking, you know, parking and walking in and, like, shuffling like I'm a grand- grandma um, and looking down at my watch, and my heart rate was, like, 140. Wow. And these old people were literally walking past me, and I was like, this isn't, this is not normal. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. <clears throat> so, you know, went to the doctor, got all the tests, Got the echocardiogram and the EKG, and they literally, I can remember the doctor saying, your heart looks pristine. (laughs) It's like, that's really good news, but what is going on? Mm -hmm. And they were like, we don't know. We don't know what's wrong. Just wait it out. Try not to get your heart rate above, I forget what it was, like, you know, a certain percentage, whatever. And 
that's nice and all, except for the fact that literally it was doing that, doing normal daily things. Mm -hmm. And so it definitely improved, you know, with time, um, but it was very scary and I couldn't, I could not run at all. And I went from training for that race in December and going on like, you know, 17 mile long runs on the weekend to literally barely being able to like walk at a normal pace. Um, I could still do it. It just was making my heart go up and yeah. you're like, ah. Um, so that was definitely not a great time. It also, I mean, if you run or do any kind of activity, you know, it's also good for your mental health. So then you can't do that. And um, you're also like, what is going on? Yeah, it just, I went from being such an active person to not being able to do activity. Um, so that was terrible. 2021 ended up being worse for me than 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at least personally. Um, so yeah, honestly, it took time. And, you know, again, if you know me, my faith is very important to me. So I also, I credit the Lord for bringing healing to me um, and just kind of, deciding like I do not accept that this is the rest of my life like it will not be because they, they I don't think they even still know what causes it right they right just, it, yeah some people have long COVID symptoms and some people recover fine and right. yeah it's hard to predict and hard right. to tell yeah and it affects different body uh, systems in different people's bodies some mm -hmm. people it's like brain fog and fatigue and their nervous system is weird and then other people it's their cardiovascular system and um Oh, yeah. I also, I love coffee as well, running in coffee <laughs> trend. And I like my smell for coffee didn't come back in forever, too. Like other uh, things did. And I was like, why isn't it not coffee? Yeah. I felt very personally attacked by COVID. <laughs> very personally attacked. Um, but yeah. So why did you choose to, you know, make coming back to running and having an active lifestyle important to you? Um, yeah. You know, what did you miss about it? And kind of what do you think have been the benefits of you know, getting back into it. Yeah. Again, I mean, I am an active person. I'm an adventurous person. I love traveling and hiking and, you know, I was talking about mountain biking earlier and I love swimming and I have a kayak and a paddleboard and like, it was like not a question of whether or not I was going to be active. Like it was unacceptable that I could not be active. That's just who I am as a person. Um, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So, I ne there was never like a sense of, well, maybe I don't want, maybe this is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is not okay. It was not okay. It was never going to be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think part, it was, it's almost like, um, an identity thing, but not just, it's just almost just the core of like who I am. Like right. I, I love to be active and running yeah. is a part of that. And so it was always going to be like, this is going to happen again. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I mean, even even just for how it makes you feel beyond just being fit and strong, it also just clears your mind and puts you in a better, yeah, mental headspace. Mm -hmm. um, and how did it happen? Yeah. Did you start walking? Yep. Did you jump right back into it and run as far as you could? And Yeah, no, I mean, I started walking for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of got to a point where it was like, I need to choose to like, because again, there weren't there wasn't showing that there was anything wrong with my heart. <laughs> there was something off. Um, but I did almost need to get over the fear of like, if I am active, cause you almost get so in your head about it, like what's happening, um, that you're afraid then to do anything. And it became like a obsessive with my watch. Like, where's my heart at? Like, mm -hmm. where's my heart? Where, how, what's my, you know, what's my resting rate? Why is that 10 
higher than it used to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of also, I was, I started with walking and then I was like, okay, I've been told, you know, I can, I can push it a little bit and I need to be okay with the fact that I'm not where I used to be, um, but also not given to the fear of like, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, something's different. Um, so yeah, it started with walking and then a little walk run mm-hmm. oh, and the good old walk run. It yeah. just never, Solid. never lets you down. Yep. <laughs> um, and then running a little bit more mm-hmm. and running a little bit more, um, taking vitamins and a lot of prayer <laughs> like yeah. to heal my body. Um, but I mean that, yeah, time and walk, run and prayer. <laughs> Yeah, and patience. <laughs> yes, a lot of patience. What advice would you have for other people who are finding running again after a setback, whether it be COVID or yeah. life or, you know, they've gotten out of it? And how do you, how do you, what would you say to them about getting back into it? Yeah, I think I would almost want to listen and hear why they, they got, not why they got out of it, but why they want to get back into it. Because mm-hmm. we kind of talked about this last time a little bit with like the beginning runners. Like, do you want to run? And if you do, um, that's almost a different answer than like, I don't really care. Right. Um, if that makes sense. So I would, everyone's different, but I love it. And so I'm, I'm ready to like tell anyone and everyone you can run. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I really, I really believe that. So I would probably try to end up convince them to run and I <laughs> have to back myself up and, and listen right, right. and hear where they're at. Um, but if the, if the reason is they don't feel like, I don't know, they, they weren't, Maybe they used to be at a spot and they felt really proud of that and they're not anymore and they feel like, oh, no, like I don't want to put in the effort or I feel kind of ashamed of, you know, I'm not where I used to be. Mm -hmm. Don't – it doesn't matter. Like you can walk for miles if you need to. Um, Just be active and don't compare yourself to where you used to be. Um, You'll you'll get there. I'm I'm sure you'll get there. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't – I guess don't compare yourself to where you were if you've had a setback, whether that's an injury whether that's something that's gone on in your life that's kept you because you know sometimes stuff happens in life and you can't you can't get out there for whatever that is um don't let that I guess define you now um give yourself grace I guess is what I'm trying to say great advice all right so for our final lap we have some of the same questions that you asked me last I'm excited and if you can see a trend we will be asking our other guests some of these questions too um, so looking forward to that. But can you give us some advice for a non-runner, mm-hmm. a new runner, mm-hmm. and a seasoned runner? Okay. This is going to sound similar to my answer, my rambly answer to the last question. But for a non-runner, my advice would be you already are a runner <laughs> if you decide to run. Uh, I think running feels intimidating for a lot of people. Um, they think their body type isn't right. They think they don't look like a runner. They see people that go so fast, and they just don't identify with that. And so it almost becomes an identity that they don't run. Have you ever seen those 0.0 stickers? Yeah. So if if you've seen one of those 5K stickers, you'll see the 26.2 stickers, the 13.1 stickers, you know, that, that are the different race distances. There's also, like, a joke sticker that's 0.0 that is, like, I don't run. Mm-hmm. And... To me, that's like an identity thing, enough that you've put like a sticker on your car. Right. And I think, yeah, so I would, I would want to, I would say that you are, you are a runner. Um, You don't have to be a certain speed. Just, you just have to do it, get out your door. And so maybe ditch the non-runner identity thing um, because you could run for 
50 feet and that makes you a runner. Like yeah. you're a human being, you can run. So again, you don't have to run. If you don't right. want to run, that's a different story. Yep. But if you're kind of dabbling, thinking about it, I'd say go for it. You will you will love it. <laughs> if Tiff has inspired you, then go for it. All right, a new runner. New runner. I guess, yeah, it also depends where you're at in this. Because if you, so say say you were that non-runner and you've just started and you hate it. <laughs> there, We've all been there. <laughs> give it, like, give it three weeks. Yep. Those first few weeks, you will hate it. You mm-hmm. will be like, why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. And then suddenly something magical happens. By around week three, week four, you'll be sitting on your couch and you'll realize, I kind of think I want to go on a run. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And you start to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It takes time to enjoy to enjoy it. Maybe that should be my advice for the non-runner. But um, similarly, don't don't compare yourself with other people. Just have fun. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Have fun. That could look like running and walking. It could look like um, going for a short run, going for a really long run, really slow. Don't compare yourself to someone that's been doing it for years. And finally, your advice for a seasoned runner. Seasoned runner... I would say don't be afraid to mix it up. Um, So similarly, sometimes running becomes such an identity that you're like, I don't bike or I don't swim or I don't hike or I or I have to go a certain speed. Don't do that to yourself. (laughs) Like you're an active person and enjoy being active. Try try something new Mm -hmm. Um, and have fun with that as well. And so, you know, that doesn't mean that you're stopping running, but maybe maybe try a different sport, too, just for fun. I found that, yeah, thinking that running is the only kind of exer- is the only exercise that's acceptable is has kind of pigeonholed me. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you could do yoga or you could kayak or you yep. could do other fun things that maybe you don't get the cardio benefit of right. running. It's not so hard, but sometimes what a break for your body. You know? Oh, man, stretching. Uh, you might, you're going to get me on a rant about stretching. <laughs> All of you seasoned runners, you need to stretch. <laughs> I know who you are. I know that you don't stretch. I know that you tell me that you hate stretching. And then you have all these injuries. Yep. Stretch. Yeah. Do yoga. Your body will thank you. Yes. For sure. Really. All right. So finally, what advice would you give to Tiff 10 years ago? Oh, man. That's such a loaded question. You came up with it. I know. I did. (laughs) That was for you. (laughs) Life never will go the way that you expect it to be. To get to the... Amen. Life, (laughs) just like that. (laughs) No, life will not turn out the way you expect it to be. It never does. Um, But enjoy, enjoy where you are, and be present, and be rooted, and um, yeah, that wasn't. Wow. Amen. Wow. Amen. We're dropping knowledge here. Yeah. I feel like we're rambling. <laughs> we're rambling. Isn't that the definition of a podcast? Just people talking, you know? I'm a lot, I'm a lot <clears throat> more eloquent written. Yeah, absolutely. Read Tips blogs. Really, that's where um, you shine for sure. Not that this wasn't wonderful. This was so great. But also, we have gotten compliments from strangers and customers alike on how great Tips blogs are on our our websites and on our email. So it's very kind. Yeah, very kind. Yeah. That was great. I like Thank you. Just a word vomit. No, it was so great. It was so great. And I, what I love is the thread throughout your whole life has been 
just adventure. You're up mm-hmm. for anything. And whether it's this job where we had no idea what we were doing or what I was asking of you, or it's, you know, getting back into it after COVID or all the other cool things you've done. Um, I think you're just adventurous and that's Thank inspiring. You. Thanks you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Life is just so, so interesting. It is. So it is so things, interesting. So Here we explore. are sitting in a podcast studio, exactly. you know, who would have thunk? Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, Again, this is Brittany and Tiffany on the Terror Girls podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're still working on our ending. Like, for instance, she just stole my line and said, this is Tiffany. I know. I don't know why it's okay. It's okay. okay. No, but seriously, thanks for joining us, guys. We are getting used to being podcasters. Mm -hmm. Um, So we appreciate you sticking sticking with us. Yeah. Episode two. And we will talk to you next time. (laughs) I was going to say see ya, you know. Well, you know, we won't see them ever. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Sweating. Cut. (laughs) The Terror Girls Podcast is brought to you by Terror Running Company in Cleveland, Tennessee. Check us out online at terrorrunning.com. A big thanks again to the Cleveland Public Library and the use of their wonderful podcast studio. And thank you to each one of you for listening in and learning a little bit more about me this episode. In case it wasn't clear, I have recovered from my bout with long COVID and am running again. And at the risk of sounding super churchy, I truly do credit the Lord Jesus for getting me through that experience and healing me up like he loves to do. I also want to personally apologize to my 10 years younger self for such a terrible display of grammar. Don't worry though, you turn out great. Until next time, everyone. Happy running.